you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. The Cardinals are the NFL's last remaining unbeaten team. A couple of coaches are standing there with us, and they're like, man, nobody really wants to guard him in practice because he'll make you look like a fool. James Palmer on the cards and a playmaker not named DeAndre Hopkins, all as Arizona adds another one via trade. Plus, I think the way they built this football team, he was never supposed to be their best offensive player, at least not in the beginning. Mac Jones is the NFL's best rookie quarterback thus far, but that distinction is the best doesn't end there. Mike Giardi with Patriots perspective. But we begin in Arizona, where the Cardinals put together a team full of versatile playmakers with a coaching staff creative enough to utilize those talents. And James Palmer with us now. JP, how does that ring true on the defensive side of the ball with defensive coordinator Vance Joseph? Yeah, but I want to talk about VJ a little bit because remember, everybody just, I think when they think of him, they think about the way things went in Denver, right? With his first opportunity as a head coach and, and that it just did not go well. I mean, in all honesty, he didn't have a whole lot of say. <laughs> it, it was it was a difficult spot that he was in and, and following Gary Kubiak and, and the way things have gone there. Um, and, and I think we've kind of overlooked the job he has done as a, as a DC in Arizona, even going back to like to last year, like they didn't, if you look at their roster and then you look at wh- the way they kind of finished defensively, you're a little bit like, they did a pretty good job with this group. Like, you know, and, and I don't think we were really, I mean, everybody's, look, everybody's looking at Kyler, right? And everybody's looking at what he's doing. And I, and then you're like, he, they were kind of like a middle of the road to above middle of the road defense in almost everything. And that probably, if you looked on paper, shouldn't have been the case. Right. And then you come into this year and you look at the way that defense was built. And I spent some time during camp there and it was like, a really interesting defense, right? You bring in J.J. Watt to rush the passer opposite of Chandler Jones, who isn't very happy and doesn't want to be there because he doesn't have a new contract. And then you have these crazy athletic high draft pick linebackers, right? And yeah. David Collins and Isaiah Simmons, right? And then you look at the secondary, and obviously Buda Baker is incredible and in, in what he can do in a secondary. 
The play fake by Lance. With time, on the run, throws high, and it's intercepted. Picked off by Buda Baker. And Baker down at the 34-yard line. But you're like, they don't have any corners. Like, <laughs> I, right? And then right. Malcolm Butler up and retires right before the start of the season. And they had a concern about corner, like, before that even happened. And they were seeing Malcolm not really be... To my understanding, the player that was years past yeah. came in, you know, not really as playing at that level. And, and so I know their thought process coming into the season was like, we don't have any corners. Like, what are, how are we going to do this? Like, we have <laughs> athletes and we have football players. Yeah. But like, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to do the opposite of what a lot of teams do, right? We're going to put an extra linebacker on the field a, a lot of times where people would put an extra safety because like, that's that's our best athletes, and it's kind of like a, a hard thing to 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 kind of grasp. But what's helped him so much, and this is Vance's patience, and this is the way he's going about it, is teams are max protecting against them like crazy. So like they're keeping multiple guys in to block Chandler Jones, to block JJ Watt, and then he's going, well, listen, I'm not going to bring more guys to to try to get up. That's fine because that helps our secondary that's not entirely all that deep. So, like, he's kind of letting the way teams are playing play into his hand instead of trying to counteract it. He's like, okay, fine, max protect. Then you can't send as many guys out. And then that means I don't have my secondary stressed as much as it was. So he's kind of playing this game back and forth with the way that his defensive talent is lined up that I don't think we're really paying attention. We maybe should. I'm not saying it's the greatest coaching job in the world, but it's really, really interesting because of the players he has to deal with and work with. So I I think that's a really interesting kind of uh, point here with these versatile players. On Move the Sticks this this past week, we called them positionless players. Isaiah Simmons, Buda Baker, because not necessarily... There's an identity crisis here, but because they can play almost everywhere, perhaps, you know, maybe a side of nose tackle. Um, But like you could see them. So like, I I feel like it takes a special kind of coordinator to make those pieces work. Otherwise, it's just a collection of athletes trying to run around and make plays. And that's, you know, that can sometimes burn you. Why do you feel like that works with Vance Joseph? Because I think he's pretty good at thinking outside the box, and he's really good at scheming things to players' strengths. And I think that's been, you know, I always go back to when I was a beat guy in Houston, he was a secondary coach there and coaching the DBs, and Kareem Jackson came in as this highly touted first-round pick out of Alabama. What is that? I'm dating myself 13 years ago, 12 years ago. Okay, Jack's still playing at a pretty high level, but that was a long time ago. And he got destroyed his rookie year. Uh, in the media, by fans. I don't know how they thought one corner was going to fix one of the worst teams right. in football, but, but it was one of the worst defenses we've seen over the last, you know, 20 years. And Kareem got wrecked and, and it really affected him as a player and mentally. And the job that, that Vance did with him in terms of adapting his game, because he's not the, he wasn't the fastest corner. He had some speed coming in, but, and he was a great tackler and adapting his game to his strengths. That was kind of the start of me kind of knowing the way VJ coaches and finding avenues to, to, to scheme things into your strengths. And that's exactly fast forward to now. And it's funny, Kareem's still in the league as a safety now and playing pretty well. Um, the way he's used these pieces, like it's, you know, he, he'll move Buddha around, but it's still within a scheme that, that fits those around him. Like a story comes up to me, like, 
I think it was last week where Buddha was trying to come in, stop the run through like the A gap and, and JJ was supposed to go through the B gap and JJ swims and does the freelance JJ walk <laughs> that, that we are known for and Wade yeah. Phillips used to let him do all the time down in Houston. And, and, and they go to the same gap and the, you know, the back bounces it and, and, and moves it. The discussion on the sideline between like Buddha Baker and JJ is, is extremely constructive to where, Hey man, you got to let me know where you're going. I'm going to, and, right. and when you have star players that take that from one another and are cool with it, then you can start moving those pieces going like, Hey, BJ, you could do this. I know you can do that. And this all started at the beginning of camp because he knew he was in this situation. So he was able to tinker with it quite a bit. And I think he's going to continue to do it throughout the year. But you're right. You can't just put your athletes out there and have them play. He has a, a method to the madness. Right. He's it's just trying to work with, yeah. Yeah, work with what he has, which is, is a really interesting group of guys. And the positionless player thing isn't just limited to defense. Uh, we talk about versatility on offense, too. I mean, like Kyler Murray, hello, obviously, is like the yeah. picture of versatility. But he's not the only one either. And it's another one of those new additions. You talked a lot about J.J. Watt. Rondale Moore. Murray drops it off near side. Moore puts his foot in the ground. Nice stick. Look at the running. Woo. He's kind of been like an enigma wrapped up in a riddle based on his Purdue career. He was one of the most electric players in football as a true freshman. And then like we virtually didn't hear from him again because of injury the next two years. We're hearing from him now, uh, <laughs> James. What, what do the Cardinals think about Rondale? Yeah, and he only played what was it three games after he opted out for COVID? I think. And yeah. So yeah, this, that that last year of college, I think he just played like three games, and he was incredible in like those yeah. three games. So I, I remember Willie McGinnis and I are standing on the field, uh, thankfully indoors during training camp right. in Arizona when it's like right. a buck ten outside. Even though they did, I did get a rental car of like a little Mercedes two seater convertible, and I was the only idiot with the top down because Not I don't baby. really ever get to ride in a convertible. But it was like hotter to have the top down than probably. Anything in that Arizona heat. But anyway, um, we're on the field and he's kind of got a little hamstring injury in training camp, too. And this is kind of how it got hidden even further about it wasn't big, but it was just we want to make sure he's healthy right early part of camp. And he's running on on the field while Willie and I are down there and we're looking at him. We're like, dude, this this guy's like lower half is is enormous for like a speedster, right? Right. Like his quads are huge. His ass. I don't know if I'd say it, but is you can huge. say it, whatever you want to say. Um, it's okay. fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll bleep it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll, 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 we'll cut all this. Um, and so you're looking at him and, and Willie and I are like, he's built more like Tyreek Hill than a lot of these other speedsters. And I think that's where a lot of things get lost. I've spent a ton of time, obviously, with the Chiefs. And Tyreek's just built differently than other speedsters. He's incredibly strong. And I think that plays a part in he has far fewer injuries than a lot of the other kind of sprinter track type of guys. And I think Rondell Moore's built in that very similar manner. So we're down there watching him run a little bit and and we're like, God, like this guy's just, and, and a couple of coaches are standing there with us and they're like, man, nobody really wants to guard him in practice. Cause he'll make you look like a fool. <laughs> like, and we're like, we're like, what? And they're like, they don't, nobody really likes lining up against him. Because, like, it's really not fun in a one-on-one setting to line up against him. Like, his his small um, – was it like – Rhett, you were a receiver? Come on. Yeah. I mean, more of a receiver than a holder. But Thank you. Th- wow, thank you. Respect. You like that? See, that's because we're boys. Yes. Um, in, in small spaces that he has to operate, 
yeah. he can move very quickly in and out of those those kind of tight spaces. And the thought process was with Hopkins on the outside, and and, and they were really high on AJ Green during training camp. They really sure. thought the change of scenery had changed him a little bit. He was going to have a lot of opportunities in the middle, and so they saw this, and they weren't kind of really spreading the word, but they were like. We think he is going to be a special, special guy, and and it's kind of it's kind of showing. Yeah, um, I'd say I'd say that's certainly uh, the case. By the way, did you know that Rondell Moore squatted over six hundred pounds as a true freshman at Purdue? Oh my god! As a Are true freshman at Purdue, he showed up on campus and squatted six hundred pounds. As a true freshman in Indiana, what did you weigh, Rhett? I, I was like one eighty five. Okay, and couldn't <laughs> squat half that. Yes. Okay. I think it was 155. Yeah. And I don't think I could squat 155. All right. So look but again. That, that's it, how he's built. It, exactly. Yeah. I think it I think it's a great point. And it's a great thing that you mentioned there. Uh, he's very sturdy. Like he's just a very mm-hmm. sturdy. Um, he's built, you know, very, very sturdy. So I'm gonna just gonna stop talking about the way he's built. Um let's move on to Ky- <laughs> Kyler Keep Murray. It going. It's weird. So Kyler Murray. Um is clearly the straw the straw that stirs the drink here for Arizona on offense. And it kind of goes back to everything we've been talking about. Like you've got to have cohesive pieces to bring all this talent together. He is that cohesive piece. And he's made some progress this year too. But have you also seen a different side of Kyler? Have you, or have the Cardinals seen a different side of Kyler? Maybe not necessarily all on the field, but off the field? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they wanted one, right? Like not to like knock the player that they've had for his first, what is this, his third year? Yeah. Um, For the first two seasons. And not that they didn't like it. They just wanted to, they wanted to see some growth off the field, growth in leadership, growth in, you know, being, and, and I think it's, it's hard when it's not your natural personality. I mean, somebody like, I'm trying to think like, like Tom Brady walks into a room, he owns a room, you know, yes. he owns a practice field. Um Kyler's demeanor isn't really, he's not really wired that way. He's a quieter guy. He'd like to go home and put on the headset and, and, you know, be a gamer with his boys. Yeah. A big gamer. And, 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 uh, and so not to say that they weren't getting what they wanted, but they were hoping that obviously as he got more comfortable, the leadership side of things and the vocal side of things would come forward. And you're, and you're seeing that, right? Like, I think recently, tell me if I'm wrong here. I, I read that like, he was just like, yeah, I'm always going to throw my opinion in on who we might need in terms of sure. personnel. Like, they yeah. don't have to listen to me, but yeah. I'm going to throw my opinion in. I do believe I think I have an influence in it. Um, I, I don't know why I wouldn't. You know, I think, if, you know, if you got a guy, a quarterback, and you trust him and you, you know, you want to be the face of the franchise for, you know, a lot of years, I think uh, he should have influence just because, I mean, everything, you know, is technically built around the quarterback. Man, that's that's great. I mean, that's what they're looking for with him to be, you know, more interactive with everybody out there and 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 really take strides in that leadership aspect of things. And and so, yeah, that was something that they were, I don't want to say concerned with, but sure. really being like, we know how incredible you are as a player. Like if right. you talk to the coaches there just about his skill set and, and what he can do, they're just like, he he can put the ball anywhere. Like yeah. anywhere. And like at that size, like he's one of the best quarterbacks right now throwing the football outside the numbers, like the farthest of throws that you have to have. And he, he it's just it's incredible what he can do. Back to throw Murray in trouble, spins out of there to his left, being chased by two Vikings and launches a deep wide open near side at the 40s. Rondell Moore caught at the 30, at the 20, at the 15, 10, 5 touchdown. Kyler Murray, you are ridiculous. 
we just looking for those little other pieces to move us along as a team. Yeah. Right. That's the that's the part and win games. Not we know you're incredibly talented, but the other part. And that's like the other thing that JJ brings. I was told that, you know, a lot of guys on defense are not leaving the weight room early when JJ Watt's still there lifting. It's kind of hard yeah. to just walk. Do so out at your like, own yeah, risk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I will do I'll do I'll do legs tomorrow. Right. Um and he's still in there grinding. So like that that's kind of what they're looking to push them over the hump. And maybe they're getting that on both sides of the ball. You know what I, th- I think is kind of an interesting perception um, versus reality conversation is, you know, I think I think people who hear that about the Cardinals wanting a little bit more, you know, assertiveness in a leadership role from their quarterback who is in a natural leadership role, like, well, maybe because, you know, Cliff Kingsbury is a little more subtle, a little more, you know, um, under the radar in terms of the way he operates with his players and communicates. But it, is that in fact reality from what you understand with cliff it's not like he's cool right right, like, right. i mean i wish i was that cool i still have that photo burned into my brain of him sitting on draft day oh, who in that house just like kicking it he looks yeah. like ryan gosling and uh crazy stupid love or whatever but great call like, right thank you yeah whenever that movie's available for me to just click on on a plane on a plane i almost there that I, I one and the big short for some reason oh, I, ooh, i'm watching it short. all the time anyway go a little ahead. too depressing for me but yeah. you got a big ryan gosling crush <laughs> but that's cool um so like he has that obviously that swagger and that cool yeah. but i remember hearing a story it was like towards the end of the year i'm trying to think what this was this is his first year yeah towards the end of the season and and it's like raining out and Kyler's got a bit of a hamstring thing. He wants them to go light indoors. Yes. And and they, and then like Cliff's like, F this. No, we're we're going hard. Like they're out of the playoffs. We're going in the rain. We're going outside. Screw all of you. Like, I'm gonna work you to the bone. Right. I right? remember like, this and, now. And and <laughs> actually a part Larry plays into it because Larry Fitzgerald, one of the first plays I was told. Like goes over the middle, a ball's thrown to him, and he just lays out. Exactly. And dives yes. and catches the ball in the pouring rain. Yep. And jogs back to the huddle like nothing happened and flips the ball back and is like, We're working. We're All working. Right. And what's that, next? That, yeah. Exactly. Larry did that for them, obviously, a lot, but th- well, the way I was told, that kind of that practice and Cliff putting his foot down and being like, no. Like we're going out in the pouring rain and we're going to work, you know, the season might be playoff wise over, but we're going to work. And he has a lot more of that in him, I think, than people than people realize. Up next on this episode of NFL Inside Report. He's one of the least of their worries on that entire football team, not just on the offensive side, but defensively as well because of the intelligence. Mike Giardi joins with the one aspect of the two and three Patriots the team feels good about. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Mac Jones has consistently been the most impressive rookie quarterback in the league this year. And it feels like he's starting to cut the ball loose a little bit more with each week. Mike Giardi back with us. Is that by design, Mike? Actually, if you listen to him, uh, when we spoke to him on Wednesday, Rhett, it was more about him getting away from some of his progressions and maybe taking some shots where actually, in retrospect, he felt like he shouldn't have taken. So I think there's a balancing act. I think... One of the things that I, I have been impressed with is they have given him a little bit more each week and put a little bit more on his plate and feel like he handled it. But for whatever reason in that Houston game, and maybe it was the deficit, he felt like he got a little bit off his his normal spot, if you will, mentally. And he thinks it's really important this week to kind of get back to that and trust his eyes and trust the way he's supposed to process things because I think he feels like that makes him a more efficient quarterback. And to his point, he let Houston get their hands on the ball a little bit too much. Jones to the air. Over the middle. And it is intercepted. Did Lonnie Johnson make the catch? He did. There was only the one interception, but right. he felt like there could have been four or five. And that's, you know, certainly a no-no in his uh, in his mind and Josh McDaniels. Mike, I, I mentioned that we give grades week in and week out. Do you get a sense of, of how Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick and the Patriots staff has assessed kind of the weekly growth of Mac now through five games? Yeah, for sure, Red. And I would say he's one of the least of their worries on that entire football team, not just on the offensive side, but defensively as well, because of the intelligence, because of his ability to learn from mistakes and to learn as the game is happening. You know, there have been times where, hey, the Saints threw this at him, and he was able to adjust the next time he saw it on the fly or after just a simple conversation with McDaniels on the sidelines or looking at the Surface tablet. He learns by series, honestly. I mean, it's it's really a, a fun uh, opportunity to go through this experience with a young player. You know, and those are the sorts of things that I think gives him great confidence that he is the right guy going forward. Um, and look, I think when when I mentioned that he's one of the least of their problems – I think the way they built this football team, whether it was going to be Cam or, you know, and eventually make the transition to Mac, or as we saw, it became Mac's job in, in August, was that he was never supposed to be their best offensive player, at least not in the beginning. You know, they built this offensive line that they felt would be one of the best in football. They had a running game headed by Damian Harris that they felt would be one of the best in football. They had two tight ends they spent a ton of money on in free agency that they felt would allow for easy completions and they'd be able to run the offense through them. Well, by and large, none of those things have happened on a consistent basis week to week. And Mac has been, in totality, their best offensive player over five weeks. And I feel like if they're going to make noise and they're going to be playing in January, 
beyond the end of the regular season, it's because those other pieces that they were counting on yeah. finally rise up to the level that they believed they were going to be. Does he represent their most advantageous matchup this week against the Dallas Cowboys who sit there with a 31st ranked passing uh, defense, but you know, one of the top rushing defenses in all of football? Yeah, I think he does. And I think what you saw a little bit, not only this past week against Houston, but the week before against Tampa is sort of spread them out and let him make those quick decisions and those quicker throws. And obviously, I mean, you see from the completion percentage, he's up over 70%. He, he can make those sorts of decisions quickly, get the ball out of his hands, negate the pass rush, and hope that at some point you're going to get a Jonu Smith. Jones under center takes the snap, fakes the handoff, throws end zone, caught touchdown Patriots. Jonu Smith in the back of the end zone, a one-yard touchdown pass from Mac Jones. Or a Nelson Aguilar yeah. busting a big play, whether it's, you know, after a catch or maybe you catch him over the top. I think, you know, we, we look at Diggs and the kind of year he's had for the Cowboys. But if you looked at that Giants game, the Giants kind of went at him at times to some success. Now, not yeah. always, obviously had a big interception there, but I don't think they're going to be afraid of that. And maybe they feel like there's an opportunity because he's so aggressive to make a play. And, and maybe that's where Aguilar steps in. Yeah, there's maybe that one area of Diggs' game has been phenomenal this year, six picks through five sure. games, but th- that is somewhat presents somewhat of a vulnerability, and that's, you know, he is very aggressive. So you can test that aggressiveness. Um, and, and I kind of want to dig into Mac's mindset here just a little bit because do you feel like he's a guy, like I, I remember watching him in the pro days down there in Tuscaloosa and just felt like a real confident dude. You know, like this doesn't seem like a guy or a matchup that just on the surface that he would want to shy away from talking about targeting a guy like Diggs who's picked off six passes thus far. Yeah, I don't think at all. I mean, he was joking with us that you know, Diggs got him in practice a few times back in his days at Alabama when he was working for the scout team. I got a chance to practice against him a lot at Alabama, and um, he has a really good feel for the game. Uh, he's very instinctual, very smart, fast, quick, explosive, strong. So he, he does it all really well, and I'm um, really proud of how he's been playing. It's going to be fun to get a chance to be on the field with him again. Did he get you when you were running scout? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he said, you you look at it, it's an 11-on-11 matchup. And where do we feel like we can attack them on each, you know, from play to play? And if if that read takes him to that side, I don't think he's going to be afraid. I think the, the thing is, because Diggs is so aggressive, you might be able to catch him. Right. But as we've seen here with the six interceptions and the 10 passes defense, you better make sure that when you attack him, that that is an accurate throw because Diggs has had the ground to make it up. Shotgun snap, quick throw, near side, intercepted, picked off by Diggs. Chase to the 40, down the sideline, 30, the 20, foot race to the 10, the 5, and a touchdown. Dan Quinn, you know, uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday in his press conference was like, you guys don't understand. He does things when the ball's in the air that reminds me of Julio Jones. That's right. Julio Jones, who's headed to the Hall of Fame as a wide receiver, he said because he has this, uh, this knack for tracking the ball. And he said, you know, when I saw Julio, Julio at times would find the ball, then put his head down take those extra couple strides, then pick his head back up again because he knew he needed a little extra. And he said, you kind of see that with Diggs, and that's rare for for a defensive back. Having those kind of ball skills where you know where it is, where to track it, where it's going to be, that's a whole nother level. And uh, I'd love to say we've been really coaching Trayvon up on that, but that would be a lot of bullshit. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Yeah, looking at that defensively for Dallas uh, this year, I mean, he's been one of the, the arguably the biggest bright spot talking about Trayvon Diggs. But ultimately, as you've kind of looked at the Cowboys in this matchup with the Patriots this week, where do you feel like their biggest improvements as a whole defensively have been with Dan Quinn coming in here? I think he's let them play sort of loose and free. You know, like I, I, Michael Parsons uh, yesterday was talking about the ideas like, well, you know, he, he, at different times, he's obviously lined up in different spots. And he said what Dan Quinn keeps harping on him is just like, don't think too much. Just play fast. We want to put you in places where you can play fast. And obviously with that athleticism and that speed, uh, when he's playing fast like that, he's a disruptor. But you kind of go down the line. Randy Gregory was talking about the same thing, that that Dan has given him this jolt of confidence. He has a, a special way of getting the most out of guys. And, uh, you know, like I said, commanding their attention, even when he doesn't have to cuss or yell or scream at someone. And then, you know, I think you've seen what's it now nine straight games and obviously five this year where they've had two or more turnovers forced. Yeah. And there's sort of a mindset there of like, he's letting us be this way. We're building confidence. Oh, Diggs can't get all the picks. I got to get in on the picks. You know, like he's stripping the ball. I got to get there and strip the ball. There's sort of this mentality that I think Quinn has given him. And, um, you know, it's funny. Obviously, he, he was in a Super Bowl as the head coach for the Falcons. We know what happened there at 28 to three. Yeah. And then. From that point on, it never they never really recovered. But I just wonder about someone like him. I think he's a really good coordinator. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being a really good coordinator. And I think he's sort of given them a jolt. Yeah. I mean, you think about some of the personnel is the same from last year. And they couldn't stop anybody last year. This year, it seems like that defense is not uh, the anchor on them that it was a year ago. And he's not afraid to get his hands or head Dirty, if you will. Hands-on involvement. I know Mike Vrabel likes to put the pads on and have some fun with his guys in individual drills. Dan Quinn wears a helmet. Safety first, I've never seen that before, by the way. I think (laughs) in 20 years, I don't think I've ever seen a guy wear, a coach wear a helmet. I I like it. It's a new development. Mike already getting a set for Patriots Cowboys. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Still to come, a trade. The undefeated Cardinals get better. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Now, to the news. A trade. The Cardinals have acquired Pro Bowl tight end Zach Ertz from the Eagles for cornerback Tay Gowan and a fifth-round pick. An emotional Ertz addressed the media following the trade. 
I love this place. I've said it all along. And it's a great opportunity to be here. I love to hear. I did the best I could every day. And I can leave knowing that. Ertz had been unhappy with his contract situation with the Eagles and had seen Dallas Goddard become a more favorable tight end target in recent weeks. And now for the Cardinals, who just lost tight end Max Williams to season-ending injury, the team adds another powerhouse playmaker to an already talented group of pass catchers. Quite the 24 hours for Zach Ertz, who did suit up on Thursday night for the Eagles against the Buccaneers and actually caught a touchdown from Jalen Hurts, his second of the season. Hertz rushed for two more touchdowns to close the Bucks' lead to six late, but they never got closer. And Tampa gets a 28-22 win on a big night for Leonard Fournette. TNF Lenny with 127 yards and two touchdowns as the Bucks improve to 5-1. and one. Philly falls to 2-4. and four. And it is Tua time for the Dolphins once again. According to head coach Brian Flores, Tua Tungavailoa back as the Finns starting quarterback this week against the Jaguars in London. Tua has been out with a rib injury since the week two loss to Buffalo. And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. We're back with you on Monday with a look back at your week six Sunday, taking you inside the highlights and behind the headlines from the week that was. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.